0: Anomaly. Another episode of Anomaly. Yeah. Uh, little late, but better late than never. That's what Drake said. Good to be back. Good to be back. That's all we can say. Good to be back, my man. Big round of applause for my guy here. that did six years master school and paid off, y'all. So everybody say congratulations to the to the co-host of the year for sure, man. You did
1: that. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. You know, man. life been lifing. You know, as we can say. Yeah, it's
0: definitely been laughing. It's definitely been laughing. But, man, it's good to be back, and we have been treated to so much good basketball. Yes. Like Debatably one of the best playoffs we've seen in a couple of years, I'd say. Um, if, if this don't make the ratings go up, I don't know what will, because I've been I've right. been thoroughly entertained. I,
1: I have as well. You know, uh, the fact that we've seen a 1C go home, We've seen some some battles with some higher seeds losing. I think that's good for the game of basketball. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's supposed to be whoever you know the higher ranked seed just win walk to the championship. I think it's supposed to be this competitive and this good for the game.
0: Yeah, it should be especially when guys are getting you know we practice just like y'all practice. You know, Milwaukee. So right. you know, we we gotta do the same thing. This is also our livelihood, our job. Uh, I had a friend text me like, I can't believe you know Lonnie Walker went off like that. Like, how how is he able to do that? And I was like, he's a professional. That's his that's his job. Every day, you know, he show up, whether he gotta play tonight or not, he still practice and he still mm-hmm. get shots in. And I go, and then you gotta remember he's one of the top two hundred greatest basketball players in the world right now. Right. So it don't it don't take much for them to get hot and get going. You know, rather you're the one guy on the team or the twelve, the, when you make a couple of shots in the NBA, the basket gonna start looking bigger for you. You know, this is you. you
1: also used to be a stud. Yeah, I mean, think about it. These are the, these guys are typically been the best players in their high school teams, <laughs> team. college. I mean, it's they're not just regular dudes. Like yeah. just because they sit on the bench, they're not just regular dudes. Not to mention, we've been had talks about Lonnie Walker on the podcast. We talked about him last year. We talked yeah. about him this year. You know, I ain't gonna say I told you so, but told you so.
0: Yeah, I mean, we talked about the the benefit of the acquisition, you know, of them getting Lonnie Walker and how he'd be a little. Uh, a better slasher and a little plus side for the um, you know for, for the Lakers over Malik Monk, and let's go ahead and I guess start off right there in LA with that um, Lakers and six. Um, that's pretty close to what we call it. you call it Lakers and seven. I call it Lakers and six. Uh, that's a good opening round. I think the way the we saw the Lakers adapt to the Memphis Grizzlies uh, physicality.
1: Yeah, uh, I think that just it just shows this. I, I put like guys like Bron. The staffs uh, put those guys in the upper echelon, even though we want to, like you know, reign a new champion, a new face of the NBA. These yeah. guys are just they're they're there already, okay. So you know, I think Memphis is a still a few years off. They had some off the court issues, on the court issues, on the court issues. So you know, I think the Lakers just kind of outvetted them. You know, was it a distraction?
0: No, was Dylan Brooks a distraction would you say um for the Memphis Grizzlies going into the series um obviously now you know he's been uh, cut from the team and they not ta- they're not bringing him back um do you think he was actually a distraction like the way they were putting it the management the
1: the, the media I I would I would say so uh I think he tried to you know I think in a sense he tried to take some pressure off Ja and he yeah. tried to be the look at me guy but you know he's I think he I think he distracted himself cuz he was not really a defensive factor although he made a defensive all defensive second team this year. He wasn't really a defensive factor in that series. No. He was more of a liability if you actually think about it. Yep. Offensively as well.
0: Yeah, offensively, you know, he struggled all season offensively uh, as far as knocking down shots, but yeah, like you said, defensively he wasn't stopping anybody and I mean, you probably don't talk to a guy that's going to take 30 shots a game and you only going to take 10. I mean, because eventually he's gonna make some shots. If he gets thirty of them. You only get ten shots, man. So I mean, like your clip isn't long enough to shoot with this man. Yeah, that's that's probably like a word of advice. I don't know if that's really the best idea to, to know. It's like Tony Allen talking to Kobe. It just
1: don't make sense. You don't shoot enough to even. I I, I, would, I would I'm gonna have to disagree on that one. I just think that's <laughs> the wrong one. That's the wrong guy. You it might yeah. be. Guys, you you want them to take 30 shots. Bron is not a guy you— Bron's not the
0: one you want to take 30, though,
1: yeah. Bron's not the guy you really want to talk to, a guy who's controlling the game, and he controlled the entire series. He did. Uh, Anthony Davis,
0: what a a blessing he was in the opening uh, round, as well as uh, Rui Hachimura, what a pickup he has been for Mm -hmm. the L.A. Lakers. Uh, I I liked his versatility in the series, knocking down some jumpers, too, uh, for the Lakers to help space the floor out, which is key. Um, as LeBron's probably having, like, one of the worst playoff shooting performances he's had in
1: his career. Yeah. Hachimura, you know, you, in that series, he looked like a third star. He looked like a third yeah. star, uh, somebody they can depend on. And, you know, that might vary series to series. Yep. Um, you know, it might be Austin Reeves in one game, or it might be D'Angelo Russell giving you four, four or five threes one game. Uh, So, you know, the Lakers are looking good having those guys step up. You know, the Lonnie Walkers, those extra third, who's going to be that third option that night?
0: Yeah, and you hear the uh, TNT talk about it all the time, the others. But, like, people don't understand in the playoffs, those guys are important. And, they, like you said, any different night, it could be another guy stepping up. And yeah. that's what being professional is. You know, most of these guys know I might not play in 82 games in the regular season. But when mm. the playoffs come, guys are on a short leash. And if you're not, being, if you're not succeeding, we got to make a change right away. And I got to be ready. And, uh, yeah, like you said, the, the Lakers were ready in that first round. Sent John and them packing to Cancun early. Um, I- I'm interested to see this Grizzly team be back. I- I'm not shocked they'll be back in the playoffs for sure. Uh, the Kings and the Warriors—that was definitely the best
1: opening round series. Yeah, I'm
0: shocked. I, I called Warriors in five. I can't believe that thing went
1: seven. Ah uh, man, I'm with I'm with you. But uh, the Kings, the show—they can play basketball. You know, I think they put on a great series. Uh, we had the suspensions the injuries, which, you know, that's part of playoff basketball. Part of the game, yeah. But, you know, I think in that series you've seen Steph kind of like, you know, just put his foot down, put his foot down. He controlled the, the last few games uh entirely, not just yep. with this scoring, but he just controlled the pace. And that's when I talk about those upper echelon guys. Like, you know, we say the superstars, we throw those around. Like, that's that's when you – See a superstar control the game.
0: Yeah, we live in a very recent, recency bias society. You know, people are texting yeah. me, oh, De'Aaron Fox is better than Steph Curry. I'm hearing uh, De'Aaron Fox is the best guard in the series. It's like, come on. Like, what, what, what did De'Aaron D-I say? Don't compare a monument to a moment. You know, mm-hmm. and, and De'Aaron Fox is a bad boy. Don't get me wrong. But this is Steph Curry we're talking about. And I, yeah. I think the last couple games of the series, they won four out of the last five. I, I think that's when uh, Steph Curry was like, "All right, let me let me let them know that I might be 36, but like, I'm still that guy. Like, <laughs> I'm still that guy." And they showed out, man. The Kings, like you said, wow. King and Murray, what a what what a rookie he is! Sensational. I, I like his I like what he's going to bring to that team
1: moving forward. De'Aaron mm-hmm. Fox, stud. We've we been through that though. Right. Uh, I, I like that team. I hope they I hope they core started stay together. Uh, I like the De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk combo, and I and I be Love telling people like, you know, it look good when you play with your friends. So yeah, like, they do, it, it, and they look good together. So you know, that's an exciting team. Uh, I guess that's a bonus. That's a bonus trade paid off. You know, everybody questioned it. You know, they didn't I win a championship, yeah. but it, they competed hard in this uh, playoff series, which you know, it's more than they were doing.
0: Yeah, definitely so. They they got some like, excitement back in Sacramento for the first time. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, Suns and the Clippers, what a disappointing series. Started off great the first three games, and then, uh, like, like like you talked about, you know, injuries. Um, Kawhi goes down, and without Paul George already, this is just not nearly the same Clippers team. Um, um, Phoenix Suns took care of business.
1: Yeah, I think that, that was a... That's, that was very disappointing. We could have seen one of the best series, I think. Yeah. Ever, that you know, uh, even with Kawhi alone, you know, what he yep. did the first few games, so that's really unfortunate. But you know, it's not to lack not not a knack on uh, what Phoenix is doing and the crazy efficiency that they're scoring the ball at, which is like they look like they had shoot around KD and, and, <laughs> and they look like they shoot where they playing shooting scoring thirty on sixty percent shooting is outrageous as a guard you yeah, know those
0: two are tough kind of what we expected honestly with those the, the scoring ability of both of them mm. um as you can see they've been doing their thing still denver minnesota i called it in four it went mm. in five um i think i'm not shocked at all you picked Denver to lose the opening round what has kind of changed with denver from the regular season to kind of what you're seeing now that's kind of got them rolling
1: uh, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think much has actually changed with Denver. Uh, I did pick them to lose to the Pelicans to the Pelicans, which yeah, I thought Pelicans. would have been a different matchup. Uh, but I don't think much has changed. Everything is, you know, still ran through Jokic. He's, you know, he's uh, efficient for their offense. Like you know, we talked about Kevin Durant and Devin Booker being inefficient, like being efficient players, but he makes their offense efficient. He gives those yeah, guys. Yeah,
0: he is the offense
1: he's going to get Aaron Gordon's about 6 points. He's going to get Jamal Murray about 8-6 points just off cutting. Michael Porter is just a couple open 3s. So, he makes their offense so efficient, but you know, Rudy Gobert really wasn't able to like, you know, slow him down. Not to mention that he's scoring a ball at 25 plus a game himself
0: and, and shooting amazing from behind the arc uh in the playoffs almost like four, plus 40% almost I think. Uh yeah, Joker has been way too much and he was way too much for the for the Timberwolves in round 1. Uh, Boston and Atlanta over there in the Eastern Conference kind of went like expected. Hawks got one more game than I thought. I thought that I thought it'd be five. Trey Young did some Trey Young stuff and, and hit a dagger of a, a game winner in Boston. Um, but kind of like expected, the Celtics, JB and and Tatum. I mean, that's that's
1: a lot of firepower. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd agree. You know, I I think that they were just a little outmatched that series. Yeah, uh, but. Definitely give a like give Trey Young his respect. I think we I think we as a basketball community have not been given this like this dude his respect, uh missing all-star games, missing all NBA teams. And he's in top top five, top three in points and assists every year. So every year. We compare him to Luka, but one is in the playoffs, one's been at home. Uh so I, I think I think that was a competitive series. I don't think it's Trey's fault. I think you know Atlanta needs a little bit more, um, more over there.
0: Yeah, Atlanta needs some more help. Uh, the only sweep we got in the first, in the whole first round, actually the whole playoffs so far, Philly, Brooklyn. I think, I think we expected that yeah. uh, with Joel and B, without Joel and B. The, the Sixers had enough. Uh, yeah. Brooklyn, like, uh, like michael said, we just came together, man. We tried our best, but um, I don't think anyone was really shocked with the outcome of that series.
1: Right. Uh, I think that's just something for the Nets to build on. Yeah. Uh, You've seen, you know, some some guys have some good moments in Camp Johnson's. Mikael Bridges showing he's going to be a force to be reckoned with in that East. So I, like I think that. it's just, you know, that was kind of a little bit of an audition for some of those guys. And I hope. Yeah. <laughs> who going to come back next year and yeah. who we going to sit packing? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the that's who we're going to pay. That's a payday.
0: That's a payday. Yeah. I think they saw that and like, uh, Bridges might be able to stay. We might be able to build around a guy like Mikael Bridges, yeah. you know. Might might stop taking calls. Uh, man, New York and Cleveland. We thought this could go six or seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just gotta say, I told you, if they were to win, the Cleveland Cavs to win. Donovan Mitchell had to be the best player in the series. I don't think he was. I think Jalen Brunson was. Um, and I think that's how they got sent home early. Um, don't think they. I don't think he gave them enough when, when they needed it. Not. It's all on him. But he's the star of that show.
1: Just to be. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, I, I have to agree that Brunson was definitely the best player in that series. Uh, I think when when I look at that series though, I think it's interior wise, like uh, I think you know underrated. Julius Randle kind of like they kind of ran that series, just muscled their way in there, rebounding the ball, getting the offensive rebounds. I think it kind of it kind of got ucky, like a little icky in playoff basketball. Yeah. and, You know, Cleveland didn't respond like that. Uh.
0: I think Cleveland missed a guy like, uh, it's going to sound weird, but they missed a guy like a Kevin Love. And not really for an on on-court, but when stuff got tough, they don't really have anyone on the entire team with experience as far as playoff situation basketball. I mean, mm-hmm. Mitchell was the most experienced, but he was getting his shit popped in Utah. So, like, really no one on the Cleveland Cavaliers team was really knowing what to do, I think, when, when, when stuff got tough. Um, New York, I think, a, a full of a team that, they, they made a run before. You know, they have been here, and I think they're kind of now just reaching back to where they were two years ago when they made that historic run for them.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, not to mention Cleveland just got together this year. I know Brunson just got there in New York, but, you know, they're under Tibbs. Who, they're going yeah. to play them 85 minutes a night. Yeah. Play the starters at 85 minutes. And uh I think, you know, they've been able to play together more because of that. Uh, Brunson was just a, he was he was a dog. He's been a dog, and I expect him to make an All-NBA team. Hey, man, most improved player. He didn't win it, but he, he got my vote.
0: Uh, the most shocking series that's ended right here with the first round. I mean, you, your boy, your boy Jimmy Butler yeah. in the Miami Heat, shorthanded with no Tyler Hero, no Victor Oladipo, but sorry to hear about his injury again. Yeah. And they still find a way to beat. The Bucks, you know, the the best team in the NBA this year,
1: and four to one. hmm I, I think that's one is crazy. Uh, the run he went on with his scoring and his efficiency itself. <laughs> the the man gave Drew the Holiday hell. He gave Giannis. He gave the, some of the best defenders in the league, one of the best defensive NBA teams, hell every night. Hell. Uh, and I I you know unfortunately Giannis went down with the injury first, so we could have we should have seen a more com- competitive series. But you yeah. know, if they were ready to do, they won the damn games. Uh, and,
0: and, and Jimmy Butler did it, you know, Baskin-Robbins, 31 flavor style, like however you want it. You can get how, it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Three pointer, free throw line, two pointers. I take you to the basket. Like he was doing everything. And I was looking like, if someone asked me what is Jimmy great at, I don't really have an answer, but he's just a hooper. He's just yeah. a ball player. Like he's good at everything. I not, think you, not great at
1: much, but good at everything. I, I agree with you. I think you just see, like, that's what a – if you want to, like, if you want to teach your nephew, you want to teach your little cousin, like, that's what a dog is. It's okay? a dog. He's he going to find a way to get it done, you know. If he need to go four for four from from three this game, he's going to do it. Then the next game he might he might give you 20 off to all post-ups. Like, yeah. And it's not like <laughs> – He's just doing whatever it takes to, he get the ugly baskets. He's going to play defense and he's also controlling the game. I don't think a lot of people see that Man. he's controlling the game. He control who gets the shots when he wants it. They're going to give him the ball. And that's a team that believe that, that he's that guy. They believe that he's that good, which I think he's that good. And he might not be that talented. It don't look yeah. pretty, but he's getting the job done. I
0: was going to say, you name top three guards. People ain't saying Jimmy Butler, you know, right away is top three shooting guards in the league, but yeah, when it when it comes down to it, like you said, man, jumper not working. I'll go 18 for 19 from the free throw line tonight. Like whatever you need, Jimmy gonna get it done for you. And I think the most important thing is he's got other undrafted guys believing that they belong to play against you know these high matchups. You know, you got you got Max Truce, Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson. All these guys are undrafted, and you can't tell them that they ain't better than Drew Holiday.
1: Right. I think you know just <laughs> and that's that's I love that. I, I think the biggest thing though is is they believe in each other. So you know yep. that that's ten points on the board, if you ask me. Uh, belief in each other, and those guys just put their lunch pail, put their hard hat on, and yep. go to work. And you know whatever happens, happens. So I, I think that's they respect the game, and good things happen when you respect the game of basketball.
0: It does. Now they find themselves up in the second round, three to one against the Knicks. And they asked Jimmy after the series ended, you know, like how you can prepare for the Knicks, and he's just like man, we hoop too. I know we shorthanded and y'all gonna write a bunch of articles about us being shorthanded, but we ready to win the series still. Mm. And uh, he, he got these guys believing they are up 3-1 to one against the New York Knicks and have a chance to close it out tonight. And I don't know if they're going to get it done tonight, but if they do,
1: it's going to be because of Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I, I think they do get it done tonight. Uh, <laughs> I, I think they, you know, I think New York doesn't look too enthused at the moment. Oh. Uh, I think I hate to be that guy, but it looked like Jimmy kind of took their heart—you know—took the heart there. Um, We seen some rebounding issues from the Knicks, which I was surprised about last game, and uh, I I would expect it happen again.
0: I was saying, yeah, it's getting scary from Miami. Like you said, you know, Jimmy Butler kind of took their hearts away, and now you got now you got you know you got Gabe Vincent balling on you, you got Caleb Martin ducking on you. you. I mean, you got you got these role players like like we talked about really really believing. Oh, man, up 3-1, it could be a closeout game. You could be right. So, you think it's you think it's over tonight?
1: I think it's over tonight. I don't I don't think Miami want to play with a fool. Um, I think we're going to have some good games from the Stars, like the, the Jalen Brunsons. Uh, and, you know, Julius Randle probably is going to have a good game. Um, they have Madison
0: Square Garden, too. If Jimmy win it in MSG, oh, my God.
1: I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like for a guy like him, he does not care where he's at. I no. think he did. I think it doesn't matter. You've seen the dude go to the bubble championship, so I, I don't think he really cares where he's at. No, no he one was too big for him.
0: He don't care. He don't care. Dang, i am give it. I give it. a Miami and six. I think uh, New York get it done tonight. I give it one more. Miami and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philly and Boston, the other game in the East. It's been a hell of a series right now. Very yeah. hell of a series, man. Uh, if Joe and stays healthy like he is, I think Boston could be in trouble.
1: I, I'm. I'm really surprised with that series. I, I thought Boston moved the ball really well um as a team and you know Phil, you played ISO ball and that's honestly been the case. But that ISO ball has been great. Uh, it's so good. It's been great. Uh Joel is unstoppable. James Harden might give you forty-five, then he might give you a double double. So I, I think that I that that's you know, just playing basketball is they are kinda outmatched again. Like I think Joel shows you why he's an MVP.
0: Yeah, and that's what I think is a deciding factor. I know I've been saying it for a while. If Joel Embiid has a Shaq-type playoffs, they have a chance to be the the most dangerous team in basketball because there's no one in the NBA that can check this guy. Um, And that was the one thing that bothered me with Boston is the lack of size. Uh, Robert Williams at 6'8", Al Horford, terrific shot blocker, but in his later years and not the biggest. um, I, I knew they'd have some issues there, but I guess what they're probably also shocked about is James Harden scoring 30s. Tyrese Maxey scoring 30s. And Tobias Harris has been knocking down jumpers. And uh, P.J. Tucker,
1: he said, fuck scoring. I'll just do everything else. Yeah. Everything else. Yeah. I think P.J. showed you the importance of having a dog on your team just to vet. Uh, you know, we get caught up in all the scores and, and whatnot, but I think he shows you the importance of doing the dirty work in the basketball game. It's it's a lot that it goes into a basketball team, and it's not just whoever can score 30 can make the team. So.
0: Yeah, he he played forty-two minutes. And I know they say he didn't he didn't make no he didn't take no shots, but I don't think he looked at the rim for forty-two minutes. Forty-two, I don't think he looked at the basketball rim. I think he grabbed rebounds and kicked it out so quick. And his main objective was, I got him. And he did his job. And yeah, his I job. got him tonight. And uh, I think that's that's going to go unnoticed. I think for Philly, uh, lucky for Doc Rivers right now, Boston has not made any adjustments to the awful ISO basketball they're playing. Um, which is foolish to me because we always question Dot Rivers' ability to make adjustments on the fly. Yeah. We always question that. Um, but right now, Boston has not made him have to make any adjustments. They just keep trying the same thing to put it back out there. Um, if Boston wants to win this series, they have to make some adjustments, I think, uh, this series coming up. And I'd probably stop doubling Joel, to be honest with you. Yeah. That would probably be my, my, my change. I, I would stop doubling Joel cuz what's killing you is the
1: 35 from James Harden that's what's killing you it's <laughs> it's, it's it's more like you know pick your poison right now right yeah. cuz you know the last night they gave uh Max, he had 30 and Joel he had you 33 so I'm like yeah, it's a tough matchup for sure yeah but that's why he gets that's why they get paid millions of dollars that's 100% that's
0: you got to figure it out you got to figure it out uh the other good series Western Conference Denver Phoenix uh, just wrapped up last night, a very big win. Um, man, Denver's up three to two though.
1: Yeah, uh, this is that's a tough series. When I mean, you know, when I see the when you see the efficiency of a KD and uh, a Devin Booker, you know they're giving you thirty on fifty percent shooting in. <laughs> so and bad, it, and it, and it, but they still losing the games, you know. So I I think when we got to look at Aiton right there because although they giving you third, they giving you sixty points. uh Yoke just giving you 30 points. He's giving you 50 points. He's giving you a triple double here. He's giving you another yeah. triple double the back when he goes back to the crib. I think Aiden got to be a little bit disruptive on, on either end of the court because he's yep. not making them work on, on defense and he's not making them work on offense when the guy's giving you 50, then he's giving you a triple double the other night.
0: Yeah. And so, I, I know it's probably tough to stay engaged, you know, when there's 30 shots being taken that aren't you and you're probably going to go 8 to 10 to 12 trips sometimes without touching it. But I think he has to find a way, like you said, to stay engaged. It's the playoffs. Right now, you got two guys that are balling. Yeah. But you have to be able to get 15 and 10 a night, 15 and 12 a night. You know, the, the seven rebounds, the eight rebounds, that's not acceptable. I mean, it, it got so bad. They're benching him in clutch moments for EJ – for uh, – for uh, I can't know the guy's name. Liddell. Jack Landell. Jack Landell. Like, you know, and they want to downplay it and say we're all one team. But you're benching a max player. And yeah. money time for a guy that could give me thirty at LA fitness and I wouldn't know who he was.
1: Yeah. It's 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 tough because it's like, man, they just like they just paid him. You know, they had the issues when they wanted to trade him. Uh he was supposed to go to Indiana but they didn't want to lose him for nothing. So you know I don't I don't know how much longer we see him in a Phoenix uniform. Yeah, it's some murky but water over there. But he gotta if they want to win a series he has to be an X Factor either on either end of the court, you know, really at this point. And they're missing Chris Paul
0: painfully right now. I'm sick you called out the injuries last. You literally said someone on the Suns is going to get hurt. You said they're due for it, and unfortunately, it's uh, Mr. Chris Paul. Without him, they're an entirely different team. Uh, Because now Booker's more of a ball handler,
1: which means less guys are going to eat unless your name's Kevin Durant. (laughs) I, I don't think offensively it's really hurt them. I think, you know... I think it actually – personally, I think it actually helps them because they're getting out – Devin Booker's getting the ball. Oh, they're he's getting out Way faster, yeah. Yeah, he's getting out in transition, which is, you know, good for, you know, if we're going to try to beat Jokic up the court. Yeah. I, I think they miss Chris Paul getting the others involved, though. Yeah. You know, right. just a little bit more ball movement, getting those extra guys, you know, one or two extra shots. Uh, Maybe he get DeAndre Aiden a look a touch, you know. But yep. I think – you know, offensively that's not their problem. Defensively, it's like you need Aiden to be that, that force down low. Or yeah. you need him to make Jokic work when he has the ball when he gets the ball.
0: The same way he did two years ago when they went to the championship game. And and that playoff series, DeAndre Aiden performed great against every big man he faced, including yeah. Joker. Um so I know Joker's a competitive guy. I'd be damned that he ain't watched the film on that series. Um and, and knew exactly what he was gonna expect from Aiden. I bet Aiden was a little more confident going into this series that I was successful last time we matched up. Maybe I don't got to put in a, a, as much study time on it because what he's doing the same exact thing he did last uh, time they faced off in the series. But Joker is prepared for it. I think he's giving the ball up earlier and sooner, and obviously knocking down way more threes than he did two years ago. Yeah, he's. He's been—he's a
1: matchup nightmare for them right it's now. It's crazy right now. If he wants to, if you back up off him, he's gonna shoot it. If you get too close, he's got cutters that he's gonna find open. Uh, he makes the whole defense work. So it's not just one on one, but it's one on five. It's five on five. He makes it, and uh, we spoke about it earlier. Is like he makes them their offense so efficient just by yeah. being on the court.
0: Who wins this series, you think?
1: Uh right now I gotta give the edge to to the Nuggets. Uh, I'd have to see DeAndre Ayton be more aggressive. Uh, nuggets in six or Nuggets in seven? I'd have to say. Oh, I, I'm. I think. I think the next game is going to be a shootout, so I'm gonna say yeah. Nuggets and seven. I think. Think. You know, KD is going to play with his ego a little <laughs> you bit. Got, you got KD and Booker. It's tough to. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, and they at home too. Yeah, I think that you know, and also it's probably a, a factor of them playing in Denver with the altitude there. You know, has been a factor as well. Yeah, slight factors, but, you know, Hooper's got
0: to show up. I like uh, – man, I, I really want to say I like Phoenix in seven. I mm-hmm. Honestly, I think I'm going to ride on that. I like Phoenix in seven. Uh, I, I think game six, like you said, going to be a shootout. And then in game seven, I mean, I just – I think KD just is still KD. And mm-hmm. I, I think if you give him one game to win with the firepower that they have, I think the Suns can find a way to get it done, but Denver is extremely scary, man. And the addition of uh, Bruce Brown and KCP, I can't talk about enough. I mean, KCP has become a, a true floor spreader for them, knocking down shots.
1: Yeah, along with uh, Michael Porter Jr., who's man, know, who's going to shoot it That's every time he catches the ball. Oh, it's going up, <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the last game in the West, we got the Lakers and the Warriors. Man, right now, Lakers are up three to one. They played a night, big game five. What do we expect from this series, and what have we seen in this series to get the Lakers up three to one?
1: Oh man, I think you know we've seen the size of AD become a little too much for for the Lakers. Uh, Kevon Looney's been been sick, so I think that's been a factor as well. Uh, and then you know. You, you got the extra guys the austin reeves will give you 20. uh you know lonnie walker will give you 15 you know so I, I, I think that's a factor and i also think the fact is a it's a fact that we haven't seen great outings from the guys we need like jordan Poole or clay has been off we need either one of those guys to click you know for it to be a competitor series um, yeah as great it's, as step has been it's it's he's still only a six three Yup, Steph is great, and you kind of see the adjustment that Steve
0: Kerr is making. I think he might have realized it after game one. The loony and Draymond on the court at the same time is very difficult when Draymond's in his I don't look at the basket mindset. Um, Sometimes Draymond's in the correct mindset of, like, being aggressive and I pass when someone's open, but many times he's in, like, a pass-first, old-school James Harden mindset where he's not even, like, considering the rim. So now defensively, you got two guys on the court who I know aren't looking at the basket. We know Looney. We know Looney's not going to shoot. He had two points and 21 rebounds one time. He ain't trying to shoot. And if you have Draymond not shooting, now the defense is able just to focus on the nine step and Clay the ball. So I, I think a big thing tonight in Game Five is Draymond Green has to actually be aggressive, has to look to score a little bit more because that's going to open up the game I think and open up shots for Clay and Steph. Um, yeah. JP's gotta be better. I, I don't. Jordan Poise has gotta be better. Simple as that. He's been, yeah. he, he's looked like an average role player, but he has not given us that expectations this season at all.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's been a tough a tough series for him. I'll say, about, you know, shooting the ball, he hasn't really given much. I, if it's not him, I think we need another. You know, you need probably need another twenty twenty five from from Wiggins. You gotta know. have Wiggins step up. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think Gary Payton did a, a good job playing guard center uh, uh, last game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you how you a six-foot center, but he's doing his thing. Uh, but, you know, you see guys like that step up and just make plays and do whatever needs to be done. And I think, you know, those uh, dudes like Wiggins and, and, and Poole needs to, you know, be a little bit more aggressive because, you know, Steph Steph's going to get his shots up. Steph's going to be Steph. Clay's going to yeah, be Steph, Steph. You know, Draymond's going to give you his Six, seven, and seven.
0: Yep. And and like you said, the pool thing is tough. It's tough to even continue to play pool with his uh, because you know defensively he's not he's not a David or or Gary Payton. Yeah. Um. So like if he ain't making shots for you, it, it's really not a much of a reason to play Jordan Poole in a series like this if he's not knocking down shots. Which is probably why you saw last game. I think he only had like twelve minutes. Is yeah. If you're if you're not making shots, you're you're actually a liability the rest of the game for us.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why they went with Moses Moody a little bit yep. more. Moody can, you know knockdown shots. He's playing. He's trying to play defense. He's rebounding the ball. Uh, so you know he's
0: giving them something. I, I'm. I want to see if we get a little uh, dab of Kaminga the next two games. That's someone who hasn't really gotten much action. I'm not sure. I think he's healthy right now. Uh, yeah. but I, I think that could be a guy with his versatility that might be able to change up a little bit um uh, and, and help out the Warriors on the defensive side. Uh because man, A D and LeBron have, like you said, been an issue. And LeBron's is just getting the others involved very, very well. I mean, Austin Reeves, um, and we gotta mention D'Angelo Russell. He's playing like the number two pick of the draft right now.
1: Yeah, uh I, I think it's like, you know, just that size, you know, LeBron being able to go to the post and score when he needs to score, but he's also being able to make plays out the post. He lets the other guys do their thing too, so he'll let uh, D'Angelo Russell He'll let him work the pick and roll. Yep. You know he'll play off the ball. He'll let Austin Reeves, you know, bring the ball up. Play it's the first
0: the- time he's done that shit. Somebody, yeah. somebody talked talked to him this season. It was like, hey, LeBron. <laughs> Not only could you have probably better stats, but you could also like prolong your career if you like uh, let let these guys do that type of stuff, man.
1: I, I think it's I think it's playing the Warriors. I think that's the big thing. Is a team that I, that is really familiar with him, so he has yeah. to mix it up with them a little bit. It's working. It's working right now. Um,
0: I don't know if they're going to win tonight, Game 5. Man, I can't go against Steph at the crib on Game 5, but I like the Lakers in 6. I'd agree with you.
1: I would agree with you right now.
0: Man, we've got two, maybe two to three days left of just crazy basketball to wrap up the second round. Yeah. Um, I'm very, very interested to see how it turns out because the conference finals are going to be one to remember Right now, who are kind of your who's your favorite if you had to pick to meet in the NBA Finals? Um, and what would be your your far too soon prediction?
1: Ooh, right now, if I had to say so, I, I would lean towards Miami in the East. Uh, I think Jimmy, it, I think Joel is probably the most talented player in the East right now. But I yeah. think Jimmy is probably the most impactful. Um, and then I'll go with the Lakers. I would go with the Lakers. You know, LeBron is the the. Greatest scorer in the NBA. He, he's yeah. our all-time. Leading, he's our all-time leading scorer, who's all-time in assists, and and at 62 years old, still leading, taking control of the game. So <laughs> I think you know uh, AD will be able to like if you know the series goes how I think. it I think AD will be able to be a little disruptive more than uh, Aiden was on on Jokic. And Damn, I, think, I really like that pick. Uh, I think that's what I'm gonna go with another bubble championship. Another bubble championship would be nice. Um,
0: I'm going to go with – I got to go with my Lakers. I think right, right right now they're just clicking on all cylinders. Everything's rolling. Mm-hmm. As long as AD stays healthy, I think the Lakers have a chance to get back to the finals and win it all. In the East, I got to go with uh, the guy I've been cheering on MVP. I got to go with Jarrell Embiid. Um, I think he can man- maintain how dominant he's been. And against the Heat and or New York – I don't think either of them gonna be a matchup for Joel. So I'm gonna go with the Lakers and the 76ers on an old school classic for the okay. uh, NBA final matchup way too soon.
1: Not mad at the pick, not at the pick. I'm I'm surprised the Sixers took the 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 lead. I'm surprised, you know, they're up in this series right now yeah. as well. But we're gonna see how they how that plays out.
0: Yeah, y'all definitely make sure y'all tune in today. Watch two great game fives, two t- chances to put some teams away. But, you know, game five is – that's if it ain't game seven, game five is the second biggest game of the series. And yeah. you just know tonight Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, the Jimmy Butlers, the Jalen Brunsons, those guys that are them, they're going to step up tonight. It just depends on who got enough time left on the clock to win it.
1: Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's going to definitely be your show.
0: All right, D.F., we're going to catch you back next episode, Conference Finals – Thank you all for tuning in to Anomaly, fourth episode of the season, second round. That's a wrap. We're going to be back on conference finals, though, so y'all better get your popcorn ready. Hey, don't forget,
1: this is the Victor sweepstakes is next week, too. Yes, it is. Shout out. Let's go. Detroit Pistons. Go get Victor, baby. I'm going to put on my candy jersey for that.
0: <laughs> Until next time, i I'll catch you, baby. Yes, sir. Anomaly, a podcast presented by Sports Time with my...